0: Awesome, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. I am your host, the one and only Cody Kelly. Connect with me on all uh, streaming platforms and subscribe to the YouTube page below. If you want to continue to see great content, subscribe to YouTube at CVSpaceCab. I have an amazing episode, an amazing person. I have none other than amazing, talented Evangelist Chris (laughs) Amor. Evangelist Amor, how are you doing today? I'm well. How are you doing? How are you? Uh I'm I'm excited, I'm well. Uh, you know, all the little church cliches, I'm blessed, I'm highly favored, I'm all that. Okay. <laughs> but I'm so excited. Thank you for being on here. We're so excited to have you on today's show. I just want to feature you, you've been an amazing gift to the body of Christ, um, an amazing influence on me, even though I can't sing personally because God decided not <laughs> to equip really me uh in that manner. Uh, but it is what it is, and you're on it is what it is. Show. So before we get into it, I always like featuring my guests and some of their work so you can get a familiarity with just some of their content. And then you can go subscribe, download, and buy. Does that sound cool?
1: Sounds good to me.
0: Awesome. Well, let me share my screen to make sure I don't mess this up in the process because this is always interesting when I do this. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> uh,
1: you can you see it? Sure, can. All right. Oh, you said
2: you said that you never, would more. never oh, put more. Oh, me so I'm calling you Jesus. Jesus. I'm with on you to see me. Yeah. Cause I can't make it. Cause I can't make it without you. Oh. oh, oh. Now, my faith is being tested. And the enemy keeps talking to my mind, talking to my mind. Trying to replace the word that you've spoken with doubt and fear and a whole lot of lies. But in the I need I need to I need you. to trust i need you. to guide me. Lord, you. Lord, i to you. i right. i need you to I'm to trust i you. i need i to me the Lord I'm gonna trust you I, trust. Cause I know you will. I, I need you need to the need to Lord I'm gonna trust you
0: Like that was uh, killer, uh, to say the least. Why can you sing? Like that doesn't make any sense. Um, God knows if He would have blessed me with the gift of singing, <laughs> I would, I would be Usher. I would be Chris. Like I would literally be on BET. Okay. Why? Like and that's why the Lord didn't give me this gift. Why? Why do you have this amazing vocal ability? Like, did you just know? Like, as a little child. Like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sing for the Lord.
1: You know what? Um, I don't know if I necessarily knew it as a child, but um, my mom, I love my mom. She would keep journals for each each one of us. And in her journal, I got to read it. um, And she said two things about me that I like to sing and I like to help. So ever since I was a small child, I was always singing. So it was something. Um, that I always, always love to do. And I guess just being in the church, singing, you know, come from a musically inclined family on both sides, my mother's side and my father's side. So um, I think the Lord just decided to pass it on down, down to me. So uh, I believe it's something that I was um, created and destined, destined to do.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean, all of you, you're the first lady, uh more extent, like the whole your sister like everybody in mm-hmm. your is ridiculous um have you like and i don't know right like when you're blessed with this amazing gift and you mm-hmm. have this calling does that mean is that the only thing you know like can you would you ever sing non gospel right like whatever form or like like if 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 gladys knight reached out to you or, or whoever beyonce let's i don't mm-hmm. know about gladys that's not my generation beyonce mm-hmm. reached out I love the song. Let's do a duet. You know, would you do something like that?
1: Um, It depends on what the content of it would be. Sure. You know, um, if it was if it was something that was going to promote, promote Christ or promote a positive message, which is what what I'm about. um, I think I might do it. I think I would. But it would have to be, I think, on more so on my terms. Okay. Um, on, on my terms. So um, it's something that I would consider now a while back. I would have been like, no, no way whatsoever. No. But mm-hmm. but, um, you know, some opportunities are opportunities that you shouldn't you shouldn't pass up. You should you should take them. So, yeah. But for me personally,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: feel like um, gospel is what what I'm supposed to sing. I don't mm-hmm. feel like that I'm supposed to. Sing secular and sing gospel. I just don't don't feel like that's that's what I'm supposed to do with the gift God gave me.
0: Sure, sure. Do you ever get tempted, like in the car, like a song comes on and you would be like, "I'm gonna just try this run." <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I will say, um, since I was in school, I went I went back to school to get my degree. Yeah, congrats to, that! Yeah, I had to listen to rock and roll. I had to listen to classical. I had to listen to R and B. I had to listen to all those different uh, genres of music. Um, And a lot of it was enjoyable because of the creativity and uh, the musical creativity in it. Um, But I don't, you know, I really don't have a desire, you know, to really listen to the other styles of styles of music, even though it's it's good. It could be pleasant. Some people do. I just really don't have that desire. I just love gospel music. So that's what I that's what I listen to
0: it's cool I you know everybody I like it I mean I like gospel I'm a uh, I'm a, an eclectic uh individual individual mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, you know I listen to just literally about everything but that's a lot of that stems from uh upbringing let's right. let's get deeper so you know grew up around singers right mm-hmm. and singers sometimes can be harsh on other singers right mm-hmm. uh, maybe unfairly so mm-hmm. but you know if, if if a singer knows a singer right mm-hmm. like when you're in the mist or you're in rehearsal or whatever do you have to be a bit stern if you feel like somebody is flat like you've ever called somebody out and be like hey you know you off you know you can't see. like as there has that ever like happened when you you have to really like bust somebody down like hey look you really can't sing. you shouldn't do this
1: no, I've I've never I never done that. My approach, uh, especially as a Minister of Music, is it's my job to um try and cultivate what is there. So, even even in the worst scenario, in some kind of way to me, I'm going to try and figure out what I can do to make that make that work. But there have been times when I had to say, "Okay, you flat, you need to you need to come up on this note. Uh maybe you need to take in more breath before you sing it. Or uh don't try so hard because you you're sharp sometimes. Most times when people are sharp, is because they're trying too hard to hit the note. So it'll make you go over the note instead of being right on the note. So
0: yeah. No, I'm like, I guess I'm always sharp. You see that, Luther? If you're listening, you need to be more graceful. Your <laughs> we'll approach's a little off. No, I'm blame <laughs> but I love them. But uh, <laughs> so So you're also, you're also a musician Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, playing an instrument, uh, particularly in the church is not just a calling. It is a discipline. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's like being a doctor, like, because you're so needed and every, it doesn't matter if we're meeting to talk about, you know, community service activity, they just want a musician there. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that musicians are appreciated the way that they should be within the not necessarily your you know uh, but as a whole right
1: um you know what as a whole huh. i think i think i think musicians are appreciated um could there be some areas where um they should be appreciated more maybe so but on the other end, we as musicians have to appreciate the opportunity that we have to be able to play and do the things that we do in the church. Because if if um, if we weren't able to play in the church, I know a lot of people are going out to the world, but I think we have to appreciate the ability, uh, the opportunity to be able to do what we do. Just like the people um, that we play for, ought to appreciate us as well. Sure.
0: Is and there like a uh, turkey? Is there a church musician union? Is there like no fair wages for fair, you know, pay or fair pay for fair work? Like and stuff like that. Like you know what? I
1: don't I don't believe there is, but um, one of my brothers, um, Curtis Lindsay, a while back, he had a forum with the musicians and the pastors, and they got together and they really began to talk about you know how they felt as musicians, and the pastors were able to talk to the musicians and say. You know what they felt was lacking, or what needed was needed more, and so on and so forth. So I think those conversations need to be had. Um, but me personally, I've been blessed to to have a a good pastor, not only a good pastor, but a a wonderful church to um, to play at. So I, I don't really have those those issues. Thank the Lord, I don't I don't have those issues. But it it does need to be talked about
0: cool cool mm-hmm. how how do you um how do you approach this industry like you know uh for secular artists there's shows like American Idol there's mm-hmm. America's Got Talent i mean you know for for christian artists gospel artists you pretty much just have Sunday's best right mm-hmm. and even though it might be a ministry and it is There's also a very human element to it, right? Like the need for notoriety, for fame, for popularity. Mm -hmm. How do you balance that, right? Like, is it because as as great as one side may be, and as great Mm -hmm. as the ministry is needed, at the same time, you want the album to sell, right? You Mm -hmm. want this to happen. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to us about kind of that just uh, that reality that a lot of people may not be aware of?
1: Yeah, it is a, a big reality to it, which I'm I'm finding out more and more. You know, as as an artist, um, okay, yeah, you're anointed. Uh, yeah, when you sing in the church, you know, everybody fall out or wherever the case may be. But when it comes to the business aspect of the industry, um, to be honest, a lot of them aren't thinking about you anointing. They're looking at, um, they're looking at how you dress. They're looking at Um, if you have style, if you have charisma, they're looking at all of those other things. So uh, for us to really break into uh, the industry and really begin to get notoriety or, you know, get more plays with your music, um, you really have to market yourself. You really have to, you know, get a marketing plan together. And that's something that I'm trying to to work on now. Um, You can have a gift, but you got to, I don't want to say you got to know how to work your gift, but you got to know the things that are necessary in order to make um, headway in, in the industry, in the gospel industry. Um, You, you, you can't just pray and say, God, you do it. It's some work that you have to put into it. Um, I was able to take a music business class. So I started to learn about, you know, um, you know, the publishing and uh, the copyright and, Um, the different legal things that you need, all of those things you have to know, you have to know the whole spectrum of it, not just one side. And if you don't know it all, you know, unless, you know, the Lord just say, this is where I want you to be. You know, you're not going to make the the headway that you want to make. And the other thing is so many people out there, you know, so many gifted people, so many talented people um, they're all trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do, so mm-hmm. I think you have to really decide how far you want to go. Some people are just church singers, you know some people may just be convocation singers uh you may not be a gospel artist that might not be the thing that you you're supposed to do, so you really have to find out what you want, what your goals is, what you desire to be. And then do the homework, do the work. I mean, get the knowledge, get the understanding so you can navigate through the process to try and get to where you want to go.
0: No, I I totally uh, concur. Like I can't even sing, but I know like specifically in Chicago, uh, you know, it seemed like every church had a voice. Right. Mm -hmm. Like Cosmo had uh, Mm -hmm. Diane, Mm -hmm. you know, Fellowship had their singers, you know, Mm -hmm. like every church has had a staple that yeah. is a giant, right? Yeah. And then it's like, my God, like how do you differentiate yourself? Right. Uh, let's talk about that differentiating of, of oneself in the in the industry. Mm-hmm. sometimes, um, unfairly so, um, gospel singers can be mislabeled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just human. I think people love to discuss what they do not know, okay. right? or and then when they do find out that humanity does exist, that mm-hmm. gets exploited. Mm -hmm. Uh, But how do you kind of like say like, Hey, like this is, this is me, you know, whatever, whatever. But you know, this is who I am. I'm not doing this, you know, or whatever. Like, how does that path look like for you? Because you know, there's a lot of temptation out there, right? Like mm-hmm. singers in general. You know, they they. I think somebody did a, um, uh, a a study on like lead singers and like life expectancy, and it was like <laughs> forty years less than the band. And something. it was just crazy. But oh,
2: yeah.
0: you know, like if 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 you're the the Michael Jackson in your field or the Prince in your field, mm-hmm. right? Like, how do you not fall into a lot of the similar traps?
1: Well, um, for me. Personally, I think it has to be you have to really know who you are. You have to be you have to know who you are. You have to be confident in who you are. And you definitely have to stay prayerful and maintain your relationship with God um, in everything that you do because um, you know you're human. You want you want opportunities, you want things to happen for you. And if you if you feel like man this is an individual that can get me where i want to go uh you know you may feel like you want to connect with them but when you connect with them and you find out what they want you to do in order to get you to that place um you got a desire to be right more than to get noticed or to get that opportunity you have to desire that more so you really have to know who you are and you really have to uh stay prayerful i think in some in some ways um it's people I know I can't even hang out. We singing gospel music, but I know I can't be really associated with them because of what they do. Oh, I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because of what they do when they're not, when they're not singing. So all of those things factor into it, but mainly knowing who you are and keeping your standards so that you don't you don't fall for, for anything, you know, you don't fall into the trap. So being very prayerful, uh, seeking wise counsel, um, all of those, all of those things factor into it.
0: You know, I, uh, I am, uh, a, a fan of a lot of ministries. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I grew up in the church. I, you know, love just, church to a certain extent. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So um, you know, have you ever been offered more of an incentive, uh compensation speaking wise, right? Mm-hmm. To necessarily be the minister of music at another church. And if so, you know, like what what are the, the pros and cons to that? Like if somebody's willing to say, look, we love your ministry, um you're great at it. You're, you're anointed a vessel of God. We love what you do. We just think you can make more of an impact over here. And we're willing to subsidize you by giving you this. Is that a conversation that happens in your arena or is that just more for like the word network?
1: Uh, No, it, it happens. It happens to people, um, mm. you know, and, and some people, they feel like, this is an opportunity for me, you know, to have more. I want to make more. I want to do more. Um, But for me personally, Mm -hmm. I'm more concerned about my soul, you know, what I'm being fed, um, how I'm being cultivated spiritually. That's more important to me than being able to go here and make such and such amount of money. You know, I've known some people, um, they got opportunity. They moved away. um, They got, you know they getting paid every week. They got health insurance. They have uh, got them a house. Got them a car. I mean, all all mm-hmm. those different things. But um, when you know where you've been planted and you know where you're being blessed, um, I'm I'm not easily moved by that. I never never have been. You know, just just never have been. Because to me, um, you think what you offer me, you think I'm a materialistic person. You think that you can offer me something and mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll just budge because you're offering me something. No, that's not the type of person person that I am. So, but it is, it is out there. And I'm not saying that I'm not saying it is not the Lord because I've seen some people um, richly blessed by making that move and making a change. But
0: right.
1: um, nah, not for me
0: just not for you. No. <laughs> what is it? Does it ever get uh, tiresome? Do you ever get tired of the district meetings? Uh, you ever get tired of being called on for a random solo? You know, like, does it, does it, you know, cause we're all human, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I love working out, but there's some days I don't feel like putting my body through that. There's some days I don't feel like running these miles, especially when, you know, the coffee or, or the pre-workout hasn't kicked in and I'm still like half sleep. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just times where I think I get fatigued, not saying mm-hmm. I'm tired of it. It's just that I just don't feel like it today. Is there ever mm-hmm. a time where it's like, you know what, pastor, I would love to sing I need thee, but I think you need to find somebody else to sing I need thee. <laughs> it's
1: very seldom. Gotcha. Not, for, not, not for me. Cause I just, I just love, just love to sing. Now the wear and tear, you know, having to go here. Okay. We got to sing every night or whatever, whatever the case may be. Sometimes physically it can wear, wear your body. But um, anytime I have an opportunity, you know, I, I'm usually pretty, pretty game for it. You know, there've been a few times where it's like, Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Y'all can get somebody else to do it. But for the most part, no, I never, I never have a problem Singing,
0: oh, I was gonna yeah. say, if you need help, I you know, I, jump in, I can't sing, but I, I feel like I can get an auto tune mic and hold my own. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, <laughs> what, what do you think is the direction of gospel music that's going like? Where is it going? Um, uh, I've seen kind of this genre evolve. I remember the 90s vividly, I remember the 90s sound, I remember John P. Key and you know, and his like infamous ah! or whatever type of skit, yeah. skit whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like I remember that mm-hmm. and I've kind of seen it gradually evolve. And I don't think there's anything wrong with evolution, but it is, a, it right. is a progression, right? Mm-hmm. Where's mm-hmm. gospel music going?
1: Um, to me, I think um, gospel music, um, it's going to continue to evolve, but I think it's, it's coming back to that, you um, that choir sound, that choir feel. Um, I think, I think it's going to get back to the heart of the message that it's supposed to have as far as what gospel music really is supposed to be. I really yeah. believe it's going to, and especially when you look at the the times that we're living in and the things that are happening, um, I think it's causing us to refocus on the yeah. things that really matter and, um, evaluate and look at what we're really doing, even in the gospel industry. What what are we really what are we really doing? What are we really um, doing? But for me, I believe gospel music is is going to be fine. It's not going to go anywhere. Um, it's it's always going to be there, and um, it's going to get back to the substance at the heart of what it what it's supposed to be. It's not going to be. Okay, let's make something because this is the latest fad or let's Mm -hmm. let's let's do this because it's the latest trend, you know, because everybody's sort of into the, um, you know, let's worship, let's worship, let's sing, sing the same thing for 10 minutes or, you know,
0: log machines.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So but I think it's going to get back to the heart of what it should be and it's going to be full of substance again. So I think it's going to go back into a good place.
0: Do you think that there is a sound? Uh, you know, I, I've read, you know, the sound, you know, but mm-hmm. like nobody's ever truly identified what that sound is, and it's it's up for debate. I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of you know cultural anthropological meaning toward that sound, mm-hmm. but you know, I I, I definitely hear you say, I was you know listening to the song we featured, and it was like wow, so rev- you know relevant for 2020, mm-hmm. and you know I love all forms of gospel music. I'm a huge you know Christian hip hop fan, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but when I want to shift and really get, yes. I would say, serious with God, mm-hmm. I do have to I have to hear something that yeah. is just not being done, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So is that a is that a real thing or is that just more of a preference?
1: Um I I think I think it could be both. I think for at sometimes I think it's a preference for people, but I don't necessarily want to say it's a sound. Sound per se, I think I think it's what the heart creates. It's it's what's coming from the heart that creates the sound. And I think God recognizes what comes from the heart more than the sound. Because you had some people that were offering up sacrifice to him and he didn't even accept it. It didn't even he didn't even enjoy it. It wasn't pleasurable to him because the sound came from a place, it wasn't a place of truth. It wasn't a place from uh, sincerity and realness with God. So, but I think there is, um, there, it is a, it is a preference. It is a preference. Uh, mm-hmm. sometimes I need to hear something more like in a worship vein, Natasha Cobbs, but then there's sometimes where I need to just hear a good old congregational song, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's a preference and then too, it's where you at, in, in, in what you're dealing with and what you're going through is something that you can hear that will connect with you, uh, where, where you are.
0: No, that makes a lot of sense. Um, with, with that, that sound, how, uh, important, um, you know, sometimes I, I wonder, uh, you know, there's certain things, I think there's certain pillars, uh, within our church, especially within our, our cultural expression. One is the, uh Hammond organ, right? Okay. Like and and it's starting to creep in. Like I'm starting to hear Stephen Furtick try to tune, which is crazy uh, because he like never tried it. Now yeah, he's right. tried it. Now I don't have you know I like Stephen Furtick. I'm not trying to tune you know he can sing no? he can sing. He can sing. I have listened to him. He can okay. sing. You okay. know okay. um you know so like that sound that knee but it is you know I don't necessarily I don't know if I agree with the an, an anointed you know instrument. Like I I don't know I I'm not against it. I'm not for it. It's just, it's just hard to say that God prefer, prefers a certain instrument over another. Mm-hmm. I don't have a scripture for that, but mm-hmm. do you think that the organ is <laughs> the most uh, needed uh, instrument in, in the, in the house of worship?
1: You know what? Um, the, the organ, I think, especially in our culture, the, the black church um, yeah. it's definitely something that's that's needed to get that churchy feel the churchy the churchy sound but i mean you can look at even some of our caucasian brothers and sisters they got the hammond in there and they rocking yeah. you know the hammond too so um if you think about the scripture though in psalms when he talks about let everything to have breath praise the lord then he goes about telling us praise him on a high sound symbol, praise praise mm-hmm. on the instruments in the organ so um i think those are Pertinent things that he wants to be included included in the worship, but it it's something it's just something about that organ, you know. Uh, but then you have some churches they lean more into the the keyboards and the strings mm-hmm. and the um, but even in that they still have an organ in there. So organ is just, you know, it just creates a certain certain sound, a certain certain feel, and yeah. uh it, it it it's it's I think it's needed, you know. I mean they even they even making keyboards now with the organ sound. So what did that tell you?
0: That's you know? They, they make guitars with the organ effect on the pedals. I mean, like I, you know, and I get it. I get it. I mean, like it's a, it's definitely, a, it's a different sounding instrument. It's unique in its uh-huh. own space. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's a bit eerie. Like if you just listen <laughs> to like an organ kind of play, like uh-huh. by itself, it can, it belong, it can belong in a horror film. Like it's just, uh-huh. it, it's a, it's a separate instrument um, all by itself. Uh-huh. For for the the next uh, wave of talent, right? The next mm-hmm. uh, a, a star is born. Next aim singers. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could tell these this upcoming generation of praise and worship leaders something, what would you tell them? As as somebody who's has been a leader, as somebody who's produced music, has made music, has sung on different levels and platforms. Uh, who has their own brand, who is recognized, if you could tell them like, hey, watch out for or don't do or do this, what would you tell Mm
1: them? Um, Well, number one, be true to yourself. Um, Be true to yourself. Um, Don't do anything that you do not feel comfortable doing. I don't care who it is. I don't care how famous they are. Um, If it's something that you don't feel comfortable with doing, don't do it. I will also say you really have to practice. You really need to, to work on honing your gift. You need to, you need to really, really do that. Um, I've even started back to taking voice lessons. You know, I'm taking taking voice lessons um, just to get more knowledge and understanding about how to use, use my gift. So I would say again, be true to who you are, um, be faithful be dedicated don't do anything that you don't feel comfortable doing and um, work on your gift and also um, do it because you love love the Lord because if you do it for any reason you'll get frustrated um, you'll uh, feel disappointment more than you should because you forgot the reason why you do what you do so remember why you do what you do your gift, your your singing, whatever your voice, the Lord gave it to you. Um, anytime you sing, anytime you minister, offer it back up to him. And if you remember the reason why you do what you do, um, you probably won't experience being disappointed or upset or frustrated as much um, as you would be if you forget why you do what you do.
0: I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. Let's uh throw a curve one curve ball in cool. here. Okay, so, you know, I have a cousin who can play, right? Mm-hmm. um, Really good, really good, disciplined. Uh, I mean, practice, practice, practice. When, he, you know, we were all younger, he was annoying. We'd be trying to play the video games. He was on the piano just hammering okay. away, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we got his keyboard. We was trying to play the video games. He'd just be hammering away. Like, he mm-hmm. literally, I felt like he was stuck to that thing. He was just... And and now, you know, he can just play. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, shout out to Dr. Walls. Uh, but it's funny kind of seeing the experiences uh, he's had uh, mm-hmm. from, you know, testimony service uh, to, you know, uh, blessed, you know, saints of God who mess up the words and, and, mm-hmm. and service and then get mad at the musician uh, <laughs> to other to other preachers who like don't hear themselves and think they had one key and name a wrong key. And then, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, if a, <laughs> if, if a if a, has a has a has a preacher ever uh, I won't say disrespected but ever tried to direct you on the organ like as a musician every time that happens I just look at a musician's face and I feel like if if there was a moment they would backslide it'd be right there has that ever happened to you Have you ever been like? You, you can't preach you know what I am saying like, like just, just like play the wrong key you know um it it
1: hasn't necessarily been the preacher himself it was sometimes the people that came with him you know that that came with him um you know they look at me like okay why are you not playing yet well they don't sound like to me that he ready for me to start playing but on the other hand if they since they know him you know, If they feel like it's time for me to start playing, okay, well, I'll start playing. Now I will say me, and this is something that I've learned. um, It was one time I was speaking somewhere and um, I felt like the musician was trying to put me in a different key. And I'm like, don't, 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 don't change the key on me. And he literally got up off the organ and stopped playing and stopped playing. And um, I felt, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. And uh, I got some advice from another preacher. He's like, you know what? Before you get up and minister, it, maybe you could tell them what key you want to be in. Or, And uh, that really opened my eyes to um, being more mindful of the musicians, you know, how they're feeling. Um, they're there to try and, try and help us, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it's a way that you can do it you know, (laughs) instead of just being ignorant and and disrespectful uh, to them. Now, there have been a few times where I've been asked to stop playing and, you know, I really don't get offended too much now because, because I under, I understand, I understand sometimes, you know, it's, I guess I'm just not getting it done. And if I'm not getting it done, that's, that's okay. You know, maybe I, I just can't get it done. So, um, but that hasn't happened to me too often because I really try and pay attention and, un, you know, sort of feel what's the right thing to do. And uh, I play for preachers. They they went into like five or six different keys. But <laughs> I just went to the key that they were in. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, but it, it hasn't happened to me too, too often.
0: I, I can say thank the Lord. Yeah, I don't know. If it was me, I'm going to be honest with you. If I had that type of skill, somebody did that to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to be out. I'm gonna... <laughs> like, to be i see Luke Adler, like really yeah. and mm-hmm. give it cool. I would, mm-hmm. after that, I'd be on some sabotage mode. I'd be like, oh, word. You, go... <laughs> you know,
1: you have to have, you have to have strong skin and, you know, yeah. you can't always be easily offended, you know, by yeah. things either. When you, when you are a musician, really, I mean you, you, you do have to deal with a lot. You have, you, you have to deal with a lot, but you have to be, you know, you have to be thick skin with it. You have to get, you know, you have to be, and then, you know, if there is something where you feel like, okay, you were really disrespected. Um, maybe you can have a conversation afterwards or something, but Hey, let it, let it fall off your back and keep going, keep going, get on there and play, play at the next service. Go ahead and get back to it. Cause that's what you're supposed to be doing.
0: Man, that was, that was power. Cause I, I'm not there. I'm going to be honest with you. Somebody, oh. would, somebody would caught these words. That's what yeah. I am like. If you ever mm. try to embarrass me. <laughs> I, I, I would have said so.
1: The yeah.
0: buddy. And, ah. then, and,
1: then, and then it's been times where I didn't have to say anything. Somebody else <laughs> fought the battle for me. So, you know, a lot of times it work out, it'll work out that way too. There's been a few times where I didn't have to say nothing, you know, somebody else said it for me. So I'm like, thank you.
0: oh my god so what what is next so you you come to this point Mm -hmm. um in your career what is next uh for you evangelist more like is there like a a buck not a bucket list but like a checklist like you know i want my music to do this i want to perform here i want to you know is it like coachella like what is that what is that goal uh list for you
1: well, my, my first goal, number one, is to finish my album, which I am working on now, which I'm excited to say. I'll be looking for some new music from me. Um, Hopefully it'll be coming out before the year is out, if not at the beginning of uh 20, what is it, 2021. Um, but that's the first thing, um, to get my music out. I would love to one day be able to... um perform at the stellar awards you know that that would be that would be a goal um i would like for at least one of my songs to possibly just be played all over the world you know Mm -hmm. be played everywhere i would love to go and sing overseas i would love to do that as well um but i'm i'm pretty much open i'm not trying to lock myself in to anything um I'm just gonna keep keep doing what I'm doing. And so far, just for me doing what I'm doing, doing what the Lord has called me to do, um, doors of opportunity have opened up that I didn't even have to try to make happen for myself. So um, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm just focused on singing, um, getting my music out, and I'm gonna see what happens as a result of that.
0: Awesome, awesome, I love it. What? What do you think um, 2020 has done for the gospel music industry? Is it is it harder now uh, to put out anything because of the circumstance, because of COVID, because you're not really able to tour? I mean, you could have like you know virtual tours. I've seen uh, uh, Kira uh do that, but it's not you know, I, and I'm I'm sure it was successful, but it's it's not the same thing. I, right. I think it's the point I'm trying to get at. Right. Um, uh, you know, has it been like a complete lockdown, even when we think of, you know, praise and worship, I think of, uh, uh, freedom temple, you know, uh, our, we can only, basically our praise and worship team has been couldn't have, you're trying to have mm-hmm. social distancing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so you, you gotta be six feet apart, you know, so there's only so much space you can, you can pretty much play with. Mm-hmm. What has that effect been like on just ministering and then gospel music?
1: Um, for for me um personally um the only only thing that'll really change for me is having a well only in a sense because I always got to church early anyway but um we basically have been, just been using um, the praise team to sing instead of having a choir um you know singing outside so you got to get the sound outside and all that but we got a lot of people to help us with that so, um it hasn't been much different i do miss the choir you know the choir being able to sing i really really i really miss that uh as far as the 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 gospel industry actually i think it's been a a great help um especially for us independent artists because um a lot of people are home more now um this is an opportunity for us to seize to really try and you know get our music out, get, get on Instagram, get on uh, YouTube, get on Facebook, Um, exploit your music, get it out there. Because now is a time where you have more people that have more time on their hands. So they're willing, there's a possibility. They'll run through your music. So uh, for us uh, as independent artists, I think this is a great, great time for us to, to really get, get our music music out. So, yeah. But I know for, for a lot of people, like like you said, not being able to tour, um, it probably has been a financial strain yeah. on some people. But now they're doing a virtual concerts, and they, they're making it work. You know, they're making it work. I think um, in this time, a lot of creativity is coming out that mm-hmm. we didn't necessarily know that we had. Uh, it's opening up a level of cre- creativity that probably wouldn't have come out if this hadn't happened. So it, you know, I hate that it has happened, but in some ways it's been, it's been good, especially for me, it's been good for me.
0: That's good. That's good to hear. I think, um, you know, COVID has forced us to look introspectively mm-hmm. uh, and see what really lies beneath and to bring out that best version yeah. of oneself mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the worst. Yeah. Of <laughs> version of oneself. But a version is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, nonetheless, um, so, you know, I had a chance to connect, you know, um, uh, via FB messenger, Facebook messenger with, uh, the right Reverend, uh, Maurice fears. He said, I can join the redeemed choir. I told him <laughs> I'm not, I told him I'm not leaving freedom temple. I just want to join the choir and only sing on the first Sundays and then go back to my church. Uh, so, you know, that's my, that's kind of my thing since oh. I feel like I, I grew up. In part, at least, at redeem. I feel like, oh, okay. You know, I, I have an honorary choir seat somewhere, somewhere in that in the sanctuary of the new. So when the when we get back to normal, okay. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just sneak my way yeah, into the choir.
1: in. Okay, um,
0: yeah, personal hype, man. I don't think so. I mean, I'm gonna actually be singing. I'm actually be singing like the songs. Uh, I think I can hold. A, I think I can hold my own. Um, I'm really good at congregationals as long as you don't go above. Uh uh, like a like a horse, a very horse preacher's register. As long as we stay within that. Luke knows how to mask me. Luke knows when I'm about to go somewhere that I shouldn't go. Oh and I just my have to goodness. his direction, so that's kind of going on. But look, oh <laughs> my goodness,
1: that's hilarious! That is hilarious.
0: But I appreciate you, More. I appreciate you so much. You have no idea what this means. Um, just an amazing gift to the body of Christ. Um, uh, definitely miss you all. Um, uh you know, this COVID thing has been, I, I feel like it's going to be a Netflix documentary mm-hmm. real, real soon, I but where can they connect you? You talked about the new album coming out. When is that dropping? Where can they connect with you? Where can they follow you?
1: Well, um, you can follow me on Facebook, uh, Chris Amora, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube, Chris Amora as well. Um, I I'm hoping, I'm really hoping I would really love, if uh, my album was out uh, by the end of November. Um, but it, it just depends on how everything goes um, once we start locking everything in. Um, if not November, maybe December. If not December, for sure in January of 2021. But I'm very excited um, with the the songs that I have that are going to be coming out. Very excited. A couple of songs I actually wrote uh during the pandemic so um i'm i i'm excited i'm excited to share this music with everyone so i'm looking looking forward
0: to it awesome awesome if you need some help i know some rappers you know they're not you know <laughs> they cuss a little bit and they smoke a little bit but they would be great on a feature track you give them like some bars oh like, okay. to do with Nikki they'll they'll blaze they'll they will blaze, do it uh... they will do it let me know he'll be I got a one coming on tomorrow <laughs> you know so that's gonna be great Look, like, I appreciate you so much. Tomorrow's episode is featuring the rapper Shafer Jones, Straight Out of Chicago. It's gonna be amazing. Also, again, again, subscribe at the link below. YouTube at CV Space K. I appreciate my guest it's more. Connect with her, support, download, buy the album. And when church opens back up, please holler at her uh, and jo- Joliet. I uh, thank you so much. All thank right, you. guys. You take Bye. care.
1: Bye.